and welcome to Car Keegs. I'm Lizzie Keegan. And I'm Karen Cadova. And this is your Commute TV Talk podcast. Woo-hoo. Welcome back for another episode of Car Keegs, everybody. We have our first guest of season four. Hooray. Season four? Karen, is this season four? All year. All year. I don't, what, is that true? <laughs> I love when you make absurd statements. Thank you. Yes, our first guest of season four is a returning guest... The one and only Sarah Pettis. Welcome, Sarah. Woo-hoo. Hello. <laughs> I was going to say our first ever returning guest, but that's not true because Tim yep. did do two episodes. He did. But we recorded those back to back, so that feels mm-hmm. a little different. You're it's like one like, long episode. <laughs> right. And it was all about MTV reality shows. So, it, yeah. You know. That was incredible to listen to. <laughs> I mean, it really, it's, it's good content. It's really good content. But you are our first, like, you know, you haven't been on in a couple seasons, and yeah. here you are back with us. Yay. To discuss what I understand to be another really great comedy, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. New Girl, your other episode. One that's even been crossed over with New Girl. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. What? Right. I forgot. They're both, they were formerly both Fox shows, and they both had an episode where the characters came on, and it was no. like the same plot line, but yeah, <gasps> crazy. It kind oh of gosh, worked. Oh my gosh, I love stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I feel like it worked better for one. Yes. I feel like it worked better for New Girl. In Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it really didn't work, but we can get into yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so per usual on Gar Geeks, when we have a guest, it's because one of us Karen or I have not seen the show, and I have never seen even one second of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I feel like that's like a little bit not true because I've seen a commercial for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but I've never seen count. any of an episode of it, and it's been on my Hulu list for like a year now, mm-hmm. so I do want to watch it, but I'm excited to hear y'all's thoughts on it and maybe get, you know, like make me like prioritize watching it. Like, I would love to convert you. Oh my gosh. Oh, convert 100%. Me. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> But before we get into the show, you know, we have our traditional guest question. And so I think we're going to ask you the same question again. And I don't even remember your answer last time. So (laughs) our traditional guest question is, what is one show you would never, ever want to do a show, do a podcast about? What did you say last time? Yeah, I think it was The Bachelor slash Bachelorette slash any of those shows. I will say, I think since then, I did watch some of Bachelor in Paradise with my life group. Ooh. Because I wanted to care for them well. <laughs> that was some good trash. And I <laughs> wow. will not lie, it was pretty funny to watch. Like, I was into it for a few episodes. Like, And it was fun yeah. to watch with the rest of like the crew. So I was like, all right, I'll do this for them. But when I was on my own, I had no desire to watch it. But it was just funny because then I, like, I had more of a... I feel like that show in particular, because it brings back all of the other people, it's like there's a little more loosey-goosey feel to it because they've all been on the show before or whatever. Yeah. True. Oh, it's crazy. It was bonkers. So we actually <laughs> asked Tim a different question. I, re- I just went back in our document and found. we actually. So I'm going to ask you another guest okay. question, which is what is one show that you would really want to talk about that we've already done? Did y'all already do Scrubs? Yes. yes. I think that was, that was one that was like, oh, I wanted to do that. And I, I mean, I think also I emailed about I had, like, a list of other shows <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I think it was, we landed on Brooklyn Nine-Nine a long time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we really did. 
also, yes, Sarah wins for, I mean, there's a few people in competition for maybe biggest car geeks fan, mm -hmm. but use, use of the email address, no <laughs> question, Yeah, the winner is Sarah. We get an email almost after almost every episode with her thoughts. And I look forward to them. Incredible. Oh, oh my gosh, I love it so much. I, I love it so much. I unfortunately had nothing to say after like the last two podcasts because I had never seen Cheer or Miss America. But yeah. yeah. It's it's usually after the episodes where I've actually seen the show that I, and you've done a lot of oh, sure. episodes of TV shows that I've watched, so I have opinions. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's jump into talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine. But per usual, we have to start with me guessing what the show is about. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, like, it feels pretty obvious from the commercials I've seen that it's a show about a police department. Yeah. And that is literally all I know. I guess it's maybe like. <laughs> The 99th Precinct or something? Wow. Is that, is that correct? Totally. It's like you've seen yeah. it. Or like I've heard of precincts before. <laughs> I mean, I um, can't say for sure that I had heard of a precinct. Really? Like, it feels like I learned it from the show, and it's not like, I mean, it's not like I'd never heard the word, but I, I just like, I just don't have the vocabulary to talk about what the police do. I feel like I've watched enough shows like Law & Order and Third Watch, which is a throwback show, but... Never heard of it. Things. I've never heard of it either. <laughs> <laughs> it was like early 2000s fantastic television. Anyway, not important. Huh. So I want to hear from both of you when and how you watched the show. So Sarah, we'll start with you. Like what's kind of been your story with Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, I think I like, I was actually looking today because I was trying to remember like what questions that you ask on this show. I was like, when did, I think I started watching it like when it came on TV because I saw that it was... <laughs> Andy Samberg and it looked like a funny show and then um, I think I'm sure they marketed it well saying like the creators of like The Office and Parks and Rec and The Good Place and I was like well I like all those shows so I'll probably like this show so I think I started watching it from the get from the get go in 2013 I think is when it starts Dang. and yeah. yeah I think I've just been watching ever since and it's just so funny what it's on what channel is it on so <laughs> there's a little historical fun times. So it was on Fox and then they canceled it after season five. And there was such a backlash online that it within, I think a day NBC picked it up and it really is a show that is meant mm -hmm. for NBC anyway. Like it really didn't make sense with the other comedies that were on Fox. Plus like the shows like the office and parks and good place are also all on NBC. So it was just like, when it came out, the networks that bid for it, Fox just ended up getting it. And I don't know if NBC bid on it, but then they, they have it now. But I mostly watch it on Hulu because I don't have actual channels. <laughs> right. Who does? Even as I said, what channel is it on? I was like, what am I even saying? <laughs> Very 2000 question of me. Karen, what's your story with watching it? When did you watch it? Who got you into it? I was trying to think about that because I really... It's becoming more common that I just don't remember when I've started shows. I had no idea that it's as old as it was. I was looking up on Wikipedia right before the show, uh, right before recording this, just to try to think back through all the seasons. But I had no idea it started in 2013. I was a freshman in college when it started, which was a lifetime ago. <laughs> um, so... I didn't start watching it until I had moved to Myrtle Beach, which was in 2017. And my sister and I started watching it for the same reasons that, Sarah, you said, like, I love the Mike Schur universe and I love Parks and Rec. And I just, I 
was looking for like a good, funny 21 minute show. And I found it in Brooklyn nine, nine. And I just remember being blown away with how funny it was and how good it was and how like comfort food it felt because mm-hmm. of how like the Mike Sure humor felt so familiar. Like it, it, I loved it and I haven't stopped watching it since it came on. Always on Hulu also. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really had no idea that it was Mike Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. you can kind of, that makes even more sense why I should tell. Be, it's just terrible shame for not watching. Yeah. I feel like oh, you, yeah. you'll be able to tell. There's like, like even the same watching. guest stars. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I also, yeah, it's a similar, go ahead. You go ahead. No. <laughs> I would say uh, I like the uh, fact... You can just tell with the senses of humor. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. You go, Sarah. <laughs> oh, the fun, fun Zoom times. So I think because... I think I also really remember wanting to watch it because it wasn't the docu-mockumentary type thing that The Office and Parks had been. And so I was like, oh, right. can they do something that's Ew. not that? And they can, and it works really well. <laughs> Karen, would you like to speak now? No, no, no. <laughs> I just no, no, input. I'm so you sorry. You said, you go ahead. <laughs> and then you started talking. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Now, Karen, give me a little, like, brief overview of what the show is about more than just the 99th precinct of Brooklyn Police. So, I mean, much like The Office and Parks and Rec, it is a group of co-workers, but the context is in a police precinct, like you said. And we do see a lot of, like, going undercover and solving crimes because de- most of them are detectives. That's what their main job is. And so we see them solving crimes like that. But we do obviously see a lot of the interpersonal stuff. We see a lot of the whole ensemble, like, playing games and goofing off at work. But then we also see them developing their own relationships with each other and own friendships. And so it's life of the life of these coworkers in the police precinct. Now, like if I were to put Mike sure shows on a spectrum, like there's, you know, there's differing levels to how much his comedies have like heart and serious storylines and deal with serious things. I don't get the impression from the ads that Brooklyn nine, nine deals with serious things ever. Does it? Does it have like kind of heartfelt serious moments? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, more, almost more episode-specific. Like, there are specific episodes mm-hmm. where almost they... Almost like an after-school special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not necessarily, like, a through line of, like, this one serious thing has been happening for a while. But, for example, there is, I think, one of the best episodes is in season four where Terry, who is a black man, gets racially profiled mm-hmm. out of uniform and the captain is also black and they they have different different views on how to deal with the white officer and it's very fascinating especially now wow yeah that's really interesting also terry who is black is played by terry cruz right mm-hmm. uh-huh okay i did realize that this very is kind of like i feel like every time you host karen you're like i just am realizing i know more about the show than i realized <laughs> So, okay, Sarah, we'll start with you. Who is your favorite character? Okay. (laughs) So favorite and least favorite character I think is very difficult on this show specifically because I I read an article one time where the writers, creators, they were talking about how they on purpose write storylines so that every character has a storyline with every other character. So it really truly feels like an ensemble show. And so, like, 
obviously mm-hmm. the Jake Peralta character and the captain, Captain Holt, they stand out a little bit more. It, it centers more on them a little bit. But, like, ultimately, like, they all interact with each other on pretty equal levels. And so I don't, I honestly can't say who is my favorite. But I do, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was like, I honestly, it was like, I don't, I have a favorite guest star. Ooh. Oh, tell us that. Okay. So my favorite guest star is Kira Sedgwick, who plays Madeline Wunsch. Oh, my God. Because her, <laughs> re- her relationship with Holt, they just, they hate each other so viscerally. And all, most of their conversations are just jabs at each other, like him calling her a witch or the devil or whatever. And it's ve- it's way more eloquent than that to the extent that it's like, in it, to me, it reminds me of Veep. Of like how like angry they are at each other about the past and just enjoy- they just hate each other a lot and it's so funny because their insults are so well well crafted and it just makes me laugh a lot and she comes in usually at least once a season probably I'd have to go look that up um, oh wow but it just it brings me much joy to see how much they hate each other. And then a close second is Adrian Pimento played by our favorite Jason Manzukes. Oh, Jason. He's amazing. He's so good. <laughs> this is the role he was built for. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely my favorite guest stint that he's had in the Mike Sure universe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Karen, I feel like you're going to laugh at me for this, but one time, my first time ever going to New York City, when I was in college, I went to the... Wait, what was it called then? Kelly and Regis? Regis and Kelly? Regis and Kelly. And Kira Sedgwick was one of the guests. (gasps) Wow. Of course. (laughs) Did you meet her? Are you guys best friends? No, I didn't meet her. This is not a fame adjacent moment. It's just (laughs) I've been in the same room as her. Wow. Yeah. Karen, who's your favorite character? So, I mean, I definitely agree with Sarah. Like, it's hard to pick a favorite because they're all so good and so developed and so likable. But I think my very favorite is Captain Holt. Mm. I think that I just, I am so giddy when he's on screen. (laughs) He is a very monotone character. Like a lot of, Jake will often call him a robot because he's just like very plain. And he said like, if I didn't have to eat, if I didn't have to eat food, and I could only choose one thing, I would choose, like, a beige piece of tofu (laughs) that was flavorless, which is, like, (laughs) much more funnier than that. But he's just, he's he's so monotone and so true to himself, but he is also, like, he's so good at his job, and a lot of his story is overcoming prejudice and racism and homophobia Hmm. as a gay black officer who started his career in the 70s and worked his way up to become the, the captain of a precinct. And so he... He just has a lot of heart, and I think that he is, like, the moral center of the show, Mm -hmm. which makes it really interesting to see him come up against people who are immoral and see how he stands his ground in that way. Just like like Sarah was saying about that episode where Terry's racially profiled, I think he just always brings, like, the maturity and the moral compass to the show that doesn't always need to be brought because all the characters do know how to think for themselves well, but... I just love his relationship with all of the other characters because he's mostly a father figure, which is really fun Mm -hmm. and beautiful to see. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So, Sarah, would you say that for you, like, similarly to your answer to favorite character, do you have a least favorite? Like, are there people that stick out to you more annoying or just aren't as funny to you? Mm, Not really, honestly. Oh, wait. Uh, Well, 
No, no. <laughs> I like them all. You just love them yeah. all. <laughs> That's amazing. And is it like you guys would say it is very like ensemble cast? Mm-hmm, totally. Mm-hmm. And how many people is it roughly? Uh, okay, I actually have them all written out. I will count. One, two, three. Great. <laughs> so kind of nine, I would say. Jake, Amy, Captain Holt, Rosa, Terry, Charles, Hitchcock, and Scully, which could be one person, but they're two people, and Gina. <laughs> could be one person, but they're two people? What the heck? So, <laughs> As someone who's never seen the show, I'm like, Sorry. people are either one person or two people. Yeah, no. That's the <laughs> Hitchcock, That's the rule. Hitchcock and Scully are just always together. They literally do everything together. And so I was thinking about that gotcha. today of, like, I couldn't, I don't know if I could actually tell you which one is which character because they're always they couldn't either they're almost always referred to as hitchcock and scully <laughs> wow that's so funny you can't you like don't know who, Seven which one is like they look two, like two very different men but like they're just they do oh, right, but right they're intertwined so but it's a beautiful uh romance oh, that they have which it's a delight yeah they're but they're my least favorite okay good transition what yeah they're your least favorites yeah well because they they're kind of like the Jerry from Parks and Rec mm. of the show, like they're incompetent, and like they're like in Jerry. Jerry's always trying his best. Hitchcock and Scully are not like they're actively trying. <laughs> Is Jerry trying. always trying his best? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. How dare you? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you bully. No, they are. They actively try to not do their best. Like they have pillows at their desk, and they have multiple secret <laughs> nap rooms, and like. They've so made they're me the laugh. caricature of like donut loving, sleep yes. on the job police Actually. officers. Like yeah, the only time food. you see them concerned. Oh yeah. Like the food is what will spring them into action. Like anytime you see them like running be like, We gotta fix it right now, it's because like the fridge lost power. Yeah. So I gotta eat all the ice cream. <laughs> so Wow. Like wow. I, I could do without them, I think. If the if they weren't in the show, I don't think I'd miss them. Wow. All right. That's a pretty that's a strong least favorite. <laughs> now yeah. Is that a least favorite character or characters? Hard to say, because are they two people or one person? We don't know. <laughs> Jury's out on that. <laughs> so what is, I'm going to switch up the order. Karen, what is your favorite relationship on the show? You know, as always, doesn't have to be romantic. Could be friendship, platonic. Could be enemies, you know, anything. That's true. Well, Madeline Wunsch and Holt are so fun to watch. I wouldn't say that they're my favorite. And like Jake and Captain Holt are an obvious favorite because of their father-son dynamic. But I think that my favorite relationship is Rosa and Captain Holt. Rosa is similar to Captain Holt, where she's also kind of a robot. She's super tough, still kind of monotone, notoriously really private. But towards the middle of the show, she actually comes out as bisexual. And so seeing Captain Holt and Rosa walk through that together is really interesting. They also have a journey of learning how to be vulnerable together. (laughs) You see them like learning how to express emotion and they just end up running into each other a lot. And every time that they interact, it, it, it's just, it's the same thing that I feel when Captain Holt's on screen. Like I, I love seeing them together. They make me laugh so much with how, immune they are to other people's emotions (laughs) that's really great (laughs) sarah how about you who's your favorite relationship yeah um i am gonna go with the obvious jake and captain holt 
good. Because I... Now, is Jake Andy Samberg? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, definitely at the beginning of the show, like, he doesn't take... He takes his job seriously, like, the work that he's doing, but he doesn't take anything else seriously. And I feel like over the course of the show, like, Jake does have a, a good amount of character development because Holt, like, shows him that you know, there's some advantage to taking other things more seriously. And so he kind of grows mm-hmm. in that and just being an adult. But there's also, like, so much of him that is just a slob in his life. <laughs> it's just like, how are you surviving? But that's the <laughs> joke of the show. And then, but at the same time, like, I feel like Jake, ha- over time, has caused Captain Holt to open up and be a little bit more silly. Because I feel, and it's a slow burn but he's like not always a robot and it's as you know they all become mm-hmm. this unit as a as a like a department i feel like there are moments where holt gets a little bit sillier and like jake has brought that out in him but in an appropriate way and in a way that for his character makes sense like there's one moment where holt is gonna hop into a dance battle on the street and jake can't get his <laughs> phone out in time and he's like jake's like screaming and like trying to get his phone out to record it and then it's over and he's just like well you know and he and it's just really funny of like Captain Holt kind of breaking down that barrier and then Jake getting to experience it but he's also like wanting more and it just he can't get it and things like that <laughs> that come out that I think make their relationship just like you said it's a father and son relationship but it's also a co-worker relationship and they I think they learn from each other well yeah that's so sweet Karen what is your least favorite plot line or episode on the show hmm so this so we actually didn't say spoiler alert at the beginning of the episode (laughs) i forgot to do the intro (laughs) it's okay it's okay so brooklyn 99 it's a sitcom so there's like things that happen over the course of a show that are predictable people fall in love they fall out of love people come and go you know so this is one of those spoilers that anyways my my least favorite plot line is when gina leaves the show Gina is also one of my favorite characters. She uh, is the civilian administrator, and so she's not a cop, but she likes to pretend that she is. And <laughs> she has the most she has the most influence, I think, socially in the precinct. And she mm-hmm. also has the most fun relationship with Captain Holt yeah. because they're such polar opposites. She's very into herself and into social media and dancing, and Captain Holt is just actively against all of those things. But so when she left, it felt very, very sad. And I really felt like the show is missing something with her gone. Mm. It's, it, it does feel different. And like, that's not to say that I always notice that she's not around, but when I go back and watch earlier episodes, I do feel like her presence is a really big part of the show. So that's my least favorite. Yeah. That's sad. Mm. Yeah. When did she leave? Uh, I think it was towards the end of season or like right in the middle of season six, maybe or okay. seven. Most recent one. So definitely recently. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most she's in most of the show and she's a really big part of most of the mm-hmm. show, gotcha. as is the whole ensemble. What about you, Sarah? What's your least favorite plot line or episode? So it's a it's a plot line that starts off the show and Charles Boyle, who he is like he considers himself Jake's like best friend forever. I don't know if Jake necessarily would say that, but they're really close and they, they are partners a lot on a lot of cases. But I don't like that Charles is like in love with Rosa at the beginning because it really 
If you think ew. if you think about the rest of the show now, like it doesn't make any sense. Wow. Yeah, and you kind of forget that <laughs> that he is I like totally a totally forgot because she is ew. not. <laughs> <laughs> she is not the type of person that he is interested in for for the rest of his love interests. Like all of the other women that he's interested in are nothing like yeah. Rosa. So it ultimately really just doesn't make sense. Like I get that they probably didn't know that at first. Maybe that, you know, he was mm-hmm. going to, you know, date these other women that were a, kind of a, a certain type. I don't really know how to explain it. But, like, Rosa is not that. And so, like, she essentially has to, at some point, kind of really, really force him to show, to kind of show him that he's not actually interested in her and that she's definitely, she always says no and, like, rejects all of his advances. Um, but it's just kind of weird, and I don't really like that type of trope of like annoying guy who is pestering pretty woman it like Mm. it should not especially at work that's so like now thinking about it of like in a work context I would report someone like that to HR immediately you know it's just like you can't do that (laughs) and he's not he doesn't go out of his way to be like really creepy because Boyle is just like a he's just a weird quirky character and he's not a predator at all right but it just really doesn't make any sense so yeah interesting so, Sarah, what is your favorite plot line? So, there's not a ton of, like, long-term plot lines in the show other than maybe Jake and Amy. Spoilers. I would say kind of what we mentioned before, the racially profiled episode is maybe my favorite episode with the Die Hard Christmas episode <laughs> a close second because Jake <laughs> loves Die Hard so much and they're in a store at Christmas and it's getting robbed and he realizes that he is in a real life diehard and he's just so excited and it's really funny. But I think, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know if it's necessarily a storyline, but I think all of the Halloween heist episodes kind of, that's a big arc if you kind of watch them all back to back. So the first Halloween heist episode, now I'm trying to remember, it's been a while since I watched it. I rewatched the whole thing and took notes and I've had them ever since for this particular <laughs> podcast. Oh, <laughs> but they basically, uh, Jake and Holt make a bet that they can't get, a th- I, th- I don't know if it's the wrestling belt. Is it his watch? Oh no, it is the watch. I think the watch is the first one. Yeah. Holt bets that Jake can't get to the watch by midnight or whatever it is on Halloween. And then, you know, whoever's the winner is declared the best person slash detective or something detective like that. Detective slash genius. Yeah, detective slash genius. That's what it is. Yeah. And so, and then <laughs> almost every season there is a big Halloween episode where more and more of the cast, like, get involved and other people start winning. So it's not just between the two of them. Ooh, and it's really, fun. you don't really know who is going to win each heist. I remember, like, I had no idea how they were going to end. And it's just so funny how they all turn on each other and you can't trust any of them. So, like, you never know who is going to, like, suddenly have had a, like, secret, you know, deal on the side with this other character to win the Halloween heist. And so all of those are just such fantastic episodes. Always a big fan. And I think with the most recent season, I don't know what happened if it didn't air in the fall and so it wasn't airing near Halloween but they have it like around Easter and they like had to modify it but it still worked but it was just really funny how they kind of had to like they had to put it off and then they call it Halloween Heist but it's really like around Easter or something like that you're right (laughs) it didn't it aired in the spring and so they and it was like connected to a dog and the dog kept swallowing 
marbles that they needed or something. And so they had to wait for the dog to pass the marbles and then like everything. So yeah, yeah, it was like (laughs) Halloween to Valentine's day to Easter to something. I think like labor day even. Yeah. That's (laughs) so weird. Something absurd. It's awesome. It makes sense in the context of the show. (laughs) (laughs) We promise. Karen, did you, did I already ask you your favorite plot one? I don't, I don't think so. What's your favorite? I was going to say it's, there's not like favorite episodes that come to mind because I've actually, this is a show that I've only seen through one time. What? That never happens. I know. (laughs) I know. Well, because I was, yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple episodes more than once because I started watching it with my sister then I started watching it with Devin and then it, it lined up really quickly. But my favorite recurring episodes are with Doug Judy, <laughs> who is played by Craig Robinson. Um, oh, I love Craig Robinson. So he, play, he plays a criminal. He keeps stealing cars. I don't know if there's like a phrase for that, but he befriends Grand Jake. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but Jake and uh, Doug become friends, unlikely friends, and like... Jake goes undercover with him because Doug keeps saying, like, I'm reformed, I'm changed. And every time he, like, betrays <laughs> Jake and he's like, I'm sorry, buddy. And, like, they just have a very funny friendship. And every time Doug Judy comes back, it's because he's committed another crime. And Jake has to be like, why are you doing this to me? But every episode that they have together is perfect. That's those so are, fun. Those are great episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so if I understand correctly... It's had seven seasons so far, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. And first five were on Fox, and then it switched to NBC for six and seven. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it already has been renewed for an eighth. But when will that happen? Because when will anything happen? 2021. Yeah. They say next year. Yeah, we'll see. Yes. Now, was there like a noticeable tone change between Fox and NBC? Only that they started to say cuss words and bleep them out. That's exactly what I noticed, too. <laughs> That's the only difference. Weird. weird. <laughs> yeah. Because Fox never did that, but, like, all the other NBC shows that Mike sure did, did. Have that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, if, you, if you're binging it, all of a sudden they're going to start cursing, <laughs> but it's bleeped out. And you're like, wait, <laughs> yeah. what? That's funny. <laughs> I will say the other thing that's cool about when it switched over, so there were a lot of celebrities that were a big fan of the show, and they, on Twitter, were like, you can't do this. Two notable ones being Lin-Manuel Miranda and, oh, uh-huh, crap, I'm going to forget his actual name, Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings. So- Sean Astin. Oh, Sean Astin. They were both, I think, pretty vocal about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or, like, they were big fans, and so they both get guest star, guest r- roles on the show in season oh, six and seven. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could be missing oh another one, but I that was like, that's, and uh, Lynn plays Amy's brother, and it's great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, also, I mean, another reason to watch with some other guest stars are Amy and Jake's dads. Oh. Because they're both from the West Wing. Who are they? <laughs> they're both lovely people from the West Wing. Hang on. Let me get the... Oh, get the names. The names. Well, so Karen Jake's Dina? dad is Bradley Whitford. Oh, and Amy's dad is J- Jimmy Santos. What's his name? Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith. Jimmy Smith, yeah. Yeah. Ma- his name is Matthew <clears throat> Santos in the show. It, the, it was Thank Jimmy you. Smith's yeah. name that I couldn't remember. But yeah, Bradley Whitford's <laughs> the other one. Oh, that's amazing. And they meet, and so it's also delightful. <laughs> it's oh, that's really so great. great. I think you guys had already had me convinced with 
you know, I did. I always forget that it's Mike Schur and then Jason Manzukis guest role. But then that list right there, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm in. I'm all in with those <laughs> guest stars. And I have one more pitch for you. Oh, okay. Something that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is doing or has to, I actually don't know if they're doing as much anymore, but something that they're doing that I don't see as much is that they have cold opens. So they have little Mm. like 30 second to a minute to two minute clips before the show starts that have nothing to do with the plot itself, but are just like fun antics around the office. And you can find compilations of Brooklyn Nine-Nine cold opens on YouTube. And I feel like if those don't get you, the show's not for you. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. That's a that's great for our listeners too. Way to test whether you'll like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Karen, if you have a favorite. I like the one where, <laughs> well, there's two. There's one where they all try to predict how Captain Holt will react to eating a marshmallow for the first time. <laughs> And the other one is when Jake tries to slide all the way from <gasps> Captain Holt's door to the elevator the in his full socks bullpen. on a floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are my favorites. Those are excellent. One? Yeah. The, the in-sync cold open where he gets oh, that's a them all to sing. So like, and that's probably like most people's favorite, but I just, I still remember yeah. like watching it probably not live but I was just watching it on Hulu but I was watching it for the first time and like my mouth dropped open I was so shocked that because it just slowly starts to happen you're like oh my gosh he just made them all sing this song and then the end cut is so funny <laughs> and I was just amazed at how beautifully crafted <laughs> that is as a comedy bit and then yeah. my second favorite probably is when Amy is late and they're all trying oh, to guess yeah. as to why she's like, because she's very, like, she's probably an Enneagram one. Type A. Very type A, and so she's never late for <laughs> anything. And they're all, you know, have these very kind of silly reasons, like she got trapped under her bed sheets or, you know, something silly. And then Holt walks up, and he's just like, well, maybe there was a line at the bank. And so she walks in, and they're all, and Jake's like, why are you late? And she's like, there was a line at the bank. And can I curse? Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, hot damn! <laughs> And he's so excited. You can cut all of that out. And if the theme you want. song comes in. Yeah, right. and it like cuts to the theme song, and because he, he's just so excited that he got it right, and it's so funny. That's amazing. I also just it's yelled so into perfect. the microphone. I'm so sorry. Worth it. <laughs> also, I I froze when you said, "Can we? Can I curse?" And Karen just confidently like, "Yep." And I was like, I just blanked. I was like, I don't know, can she? But I feel like that's pretty tame. I don't think yeah, that's going to yeah. get us the explicit e on iTunes. Yeah, I was like, what could he have said? That would be like so bad. But yeah, yeah he doesn't right. like drop the f bomb no. on no. network television. Not in season Dang. two. That's amazing. Well, how many more seasons do you guys think it will last? Mm, I, I think it's going to slow down. Yeah. I mm. think... Uh, I don't know how many more after eight. Yeah, there's not... I Sarah, mean, how long do you think it'll last? Let me ask you first. I'll go seasons nine or ten. We'll go there. Because American television shows never know when to quit. <laughs> so... <laughs> they just really don't. I feel like the, the British TV world, like, they know how to do a limited series well. They know when to end their shows, for the most part. Mm. I don't know how accurate that is, but in the (laughs) British shows that I've watched, they just know when to end. And American TV shows do not. I mean, case in point, like Grey's Anatomy is still on TV. (laughs) Like, not that it's a bad show, but it's just been on for forever. And like, I love NCIS and it's still going into like season like 15 or something insane. So 
How can there be more stories? Right. Capitalism, yo. They keep making money. They're going to keep making those shows. Yo. I will say, <laughs> like, I'm still following NCIS, and it's still good. Like, they just, they have the sec- good secret sauce of, like, a procedural show that, like, mm. every new character they bring on, like, fits into the world really well. It's very odd. I could also talk about that show. <laughs> but we don't have the time. I don't know if you're well. going to have a co-host to talk no. to about it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Karen, how long do you think it's going to last? I feel the same way. I feel like Gina leaving the show, it's it did lose a little bit of steam. I think that in recent seasons, there have been some interesting developments with people being promoted and people falling in love and whatever. But I, yeah, I just, I feel like they're going to run out. But there is, I was reading on co- Wikipedia. BuzzFeed? Are you sure it wasn't BuzzFeed? <laughs> <laughs> Secret? No, 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 no. Usually a good guess, but no, this really was Wikipedia. Uh, and they were Andy Samberg was saying that the next couple seasons are going to talk more about police brutality, and they're going to incorporate COVID, and they're just they're going to try to make it more relevant because I do think that is something interesting about watching this police show. Just since 2013, I think that public perception of police, the police has shifted at least in like the popular sense. I know that there's always been division on it, but. So I think if they do that well, it could stick around for a while mm-hmm. longer. I think if they tell these stories well, but I'm not sure if it's going to continue to make sense long term if they don't start to tackle pu- public perception of the police. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I could, especially after 2020, I could definitely maybe yeah. it, they in, they're, they decide to end it with like this coming season. I feel like that might be a good call just because it is a show yeah. about cops. Cause I, I remember seeing like a tweet or something kind of saying, should I feel weird about loving Brooklyn nine, nine so much? And I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, however mm. they, I will say, you know, they do, they have tackled, they, they, they tackled racial profile and they tackled uh, like sexual assault and stuff. Um, in another episode right. and really well, they did it super well. And so I think th- I believe that they can do it well. It's just a matter of, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's now I would say it's even more of a fine line than at the time when those episodes aired. And so it, you know, I don't know. We'll see. It should be interesting post COVID yeah. post, you know, police brutality stuff that's been happening. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I know at the very least they are, they did, Mike sure said he was going to, or whoever's in charge, I actually don't think it's Mike anymore, but whoever's in charge said they had four episodes ready to go that they scrapped as a result of George Floyd's murder, mm. that wow. they're going to try to, that they're going to take this a little more, they're going to be a little more thoughtful about introducing the next season. So interesting. Yep. Wikipedia well, for the win, y'all. <laughs> We've been talking for a long time. We're getting close to that Hamilton episode length. <laughs> and maybe Run. it's because we're throwing commutes out the window in 2020, you know? <laughs> what is a commute even? But, Sarah, thank you so much for coming back. I, for one, am converted. I'm going to watch Brooklyn yes. Nine-Nine. Wow. I am currently finishing another show, and then I will start it next. I promise you that. Woo-hoo. So, Great. good job. Yeah. And I hope you thank converted you. some other people and that any fans of the show enjoyed listening to this. Sarah, thanks for coming back. Karen, tell them how they can contact us. Reach yes, us. y'all y'all can email us at carkeekspodcast at gmail.com or check out our Instagram at carkeeks. Lizzie is doing an amazing job hey. setting up polls and posts and keeping y'all engaged. And so definitely check it out. There's some fun things happening over there. Thanks. That's great. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.